It's time to start your life the way it is meant to be. There's only one time when it will be too late, and you don't want to wait for that. This is Now or Never. The choice is yours. Your host is Karen Wright. Today, you're about to meet some amazing people. The stories are not always happy ones, but they define a healing process. Listen with an open mind and an open heart. Now, here is Karen Wright. Welcome to my show, Now or Never, The Choice is Yours. And thank you for making the choice and listening into the show. We have a wonderful guest today with us, Leslie Zan. And I'm just going to shout out to her right now. Leslie, how are you? I am terrific. Nice to be with you again, Karen. This is, I'm grateful that Leslie's with us. She was on my show a couple months ago and I invited her back because she is a woman with wisdom and knowledge and she dazzles the airway when she's on. I just appreciate her so much being here with us. Listeners, you're in for a treat. As we get going, I always like to get grounded. So I invite the listeners to join Leslie and I as we take a deep breath in, closing our eyes and allowing that breath to penetrate all the way through our body and releasing it and taking another deep breath in. And release. Now this time, wrap your hands up around your shoulder like you're giving yourself a big hug. Take another deep breath in, allowing that air to reach all the way into your lower abdominals. And breathing out through your nose. This time as you breathe in, repeating the words, I am worthy of my love three times. I am worthy of my love. I am worthy of my love. I am worthy of my love. Take another deep breath in. And releasing. And then tapping three times on your chest. Accept, accept, accept. Another deep breath in and release. At the beginning of the show, we always do an affirmation. And listeners, I always invite you to write down this affirmation, put it on your fridge or write it on your mirror to remind you of trying something new for this week. The card that popped out today was... I am grateful to be alive. I am grateful to be alive. And as always, I invite my wonderful guests to share with the listeners what was the first thought or what came to your mind when I read that affirmation to you today, Leslie? You know, I do a lot of core value work and it's interesting. Gratitude is in my top five core values. So when I hear I am grateful to be alive, it just reminds me how leading with gratitude in any area of my life uh, keeps me present, keeps me humble, keeps me really conscious of the woman I want to be and how I can serve in the world. Thank you for sharing that. 
before we before we um, started the recording, Leslie, you shared with me something that you did this weekend. Oh, <laughs> that I was like, when I read this, I'm grateful to be alive. And I wonder if that crossed Leslie's mind when she got done after the last 25 <laughs> miles. Well, when COVID started, I was searching for a new way to do exercise. Before COVID, I would go into the indoor rock climbing gym. And of course, that's not possible these days. And so I took out my old grandma bicycle, started riding, met up with a buddy, Don, who has been a cyclist for many years. I traded in my bike for a road bike and then ultimately traded into the SBT clipless um, pedals. And I rode 75 miles this week. And I did my second 50 miler on Saturday and yesterday on Memorial Day Monday, I did another 25 miles and I am building to have the strength to do a hundred miler. I only need to do it once. I only need to do a hundred miles in one day once. And yet I've just set that as a goal. And I would say due to my cycling on the weekends, I am stronger at 61 years old than I've ever been in my whole life. So I was tired, no doubt about it, physically whooped, but uh, really excited and proud for the journey. That's fabulous. And I'm sure being able, I mean, grateful to be alive that you can do that, that you're allowing yourself 61 to Set your goal doing 100 miles. You did 75 this weekend. I am impressed. Seriously. This is. I don't I've been riding I all year. I now know what the term weekend warrior means because I can only get on the bike Saturday and Sunday. So I think it would probably be a little easier if I could carve out some time during the work week. But, you know, it's just um, a wonderful mix of strength and alertness and goal setting. And it's just really, I feel so alive when I'm riding. I really have grown to love it. Well, I appreciate you allowing me to share that with the listeners about this. I love the fact that you're doing it and you've set your, you've set your goal, which is all around what this, what this show is all about now or never the choice is yours. And you have made that choice in setting your goals and desires. Listeners, you always can reach me at my email, Karen at shine or go to my website, shine and follow me on Instagram, which is the same and Facebook shine I'm here for you. I love it when you reach out to me with your with your questions and your correspondence with us. It's delightful. And towards the end of the show, Leslie is going to share her information because as guests, we always want to be able to be an open book for our listeners, inviting them to come and be a part of our lives and to be a part of theirs. So we're super excited. I want to introduce Leslie here. I'm going to read you a little bit about her. Leslie is a passionate about what it takes to live with courage and inspiring others to do the same. Having risen from the ashes of loss, abuse, betrayal, and illness, her mission is to inspire people on a global scale to get unstuck, stop settling for less than they desire, and harness the courage to create major breakthroughs. Leslie is a dynamic speaker who has presented live to more than 100,000 people around the world dedicated to achieving their full potential and living their best life. 
She is in high demand as a speaker and personal developing coach. She has also received the award, the highest award for the Speakers Association Award. And only what, what did you say? 17% of the members worldwide have received this um, award. So kudos to you and just more, I'm just feel more honored having you on the show because of this. This is amazing. She is also a number one international bestseller with her new book called Outrageous Achievements. So let's give it up for Leslie listeners. Yay. Thank you for being here with us. Thank you, Karen. I am just stoked. Now, Leslie, with the show, I'm always focusing around dreams, desires, um, living in the now, living in the present. And there's been some milestones in your life that you've had to overcome. One was when I believe you said 20 and the other one was when you were, you turned 50. I would like to talk about that if that's okay. Sure. Okay. Let's start um, with what happened when you were 20. Well, it was in my early 20s. It was a three-year period. And, you know, we all go through chapters in our life, or at least at this stage of my life, I can look back and realize we all go through different chapters. And when I was in my late 20s, a series of events happened that really changed the trajectory of my life. So at the time I was married and my husband was a contractor and I was a successful realtor and we had built a very successful business over 10 years building high-end spec homes, half million to million dollar spec homes. Uh, Richard was the contractor. I bought and sold the homes and we had a team of 11, employees of 11, um, and everything was going great. And then they had a water moratorium. Three years of drought in California, they stopped all buildings. With one day, we lost our ability to work. And this started a series of events. So we couldn't work. It was very difficult for him to find work. Um, Home sales slowed down. And all of a sudden, over the next year, all our money was going out and we didn't have a lot of money coming in. So the beginning of this financial stress we had. About six months after the water moratorium, our house burned down. Mm. Um, It was a water heater. And for the listeners, I can giggle now, but I wasn't giggling then. And we were not in the home. So it wasn't as if we were jumping out of a burning building. It happened while we were at work, a faulty water heater, and we lost everything. So first we had lost our business, Mm. and then we lost all our stuff. And I found out the next day that we were underinsured, which was very surprising to me because I'm a smart businesswoman. I had been running our business, our development building business successfully for 70 years. And I think a lot of Americans are underinsured, but that's a whole other conversation for another day. What underinsured means is you don't get the life you were living. You don't get to replace the life you were living. So we lost our business, our ability to work. We lost our staff. And then about a year after that, I discovered uh, infertility issues. So lost the ability to have children. And these were, you know, none of this was life and death. You know, you have six months to live. And and I could even appreciate that at the time. But they were big Mm -hmm. challenges and obstacles to overcome. We ultimately had to declare bankruptcy. 
on the advice of our financial people. So here we were just a couple years after 10 solid years of our whole life had been turned upside down. And my lessons of, you know, I did not handle them that well at that stage of my life. There was a lot of frustration, tons of, um, I was mad. I was mad a lot and a little bit of a victim and really tried hard to, to fight back and make things happen. And um, it was just very difficult. Our marriage did not survive mm-hmm. the situation. We just grew up differently through the challenges. But I was fundamentally a different woman as I entered my 30s uh, because of all these things that happened. That is a lot. That's um that's a lot in the in your mid twenties to deal with. Let alone, um, I mean, the maturity level already at twenties. Where they say once you reach twenty six, twenty eight, then you've fully matured supposedly, and then you have all of this on top of that. I am sure it was a wake up call in a lot of ways. But like you said, you can laugh about it now. But at that time, I am sure it was horrific and the loss. And I let the loss become pervasive. Like some of the lessons I can look back now is that I let each situation become pervasive to all areas of my life. So after we couldn't work, I was not happy about that situation. So I was pretty much unhappy in all areas of my life. And then we had the house burned down, that compounded it. And then we were bankrupt and that compounded it and the infertility and that compounded it. And I didn't have the tools. I did not have the personal development tools at that age to successfully maneuver through. We did survive. I did survive. I did go on to have a thriving, healthy, happy life. And yet the decisions I made through the obstacles, um, it, it just turned my life upside down. And I, did, I was not prepared to deal with it, which is why it's, I think it's so important that women, everybody, but certainly women start embracing personal development early in their life. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the things I wished I would have known then what I know now. You know what I mean? Oh, I totally do. I tell the wisdom that we get through experiences in our lives. And we look at, um, you know, young people and you're like, oh, can I offer you a little word of advice? <laughs> right. And right. they're usually like, nope. I'm like, okay, kind of yeah. step back. But I think that's very important, too, that you you learned a lot. And so after the loss, after your divorce, then you started, you're in your 30s now, and you're moving into a new, a new era, a new part of Leslie's life. What was one thing that was probably very important to you, like one thing that helped you not, that brought you up? Because you're, you've got the world on your shoulders right now. What were you able to look? I know exactly the day and the person. (laughs) I had a mentor in a business and she told me about personal development and she told me to start reading. And I grabbed my first personal development book. It was The Power is Within You by Louise Hay. Mm. I read it cover to cover in a day. And that began my journey to uh, self-growth, self-development, which literally, again, if all the loss and challenges changed my life, this helped me turn it right back side up. 
love that. When when people recommend books like that, Louise Hayes is a wonderful, wonderful author and writer and very powerful in her writings. And it's a lot of times it only takes one book to all of a sudden open up your mind and open up your thought process, realizing you can do this as an individual, you can do this. And how how tremendously we are blessed by gifted, talented people and authors like that. Listeners, we have been here with Leslie Zan. We're going into a quick break. We'll be right back. Stay tuned and find out more about Leslie Zan. We'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. The book Now or Never, Shine Baby Shine, is authored by number one international best-selling author Karen Wright. Karen's book invites readers to learn and grow through every aspect of her life. She invites all who have experienced any loss in their life to take time, read, and feel her words as she opens her soul page after page. Through each twist and turn of her journey, Karen invites her readers to heal and become the person you are truly meant to be. Find your truth, live now, and shine. Visit shinenowornever.com or look for the book on amazon.com. Everyone knows a realtor. A seasoned realtor, Karen Wright, has the experience and the knowledge of this crazy market. Whether you are a first-time homeowner, downsizing, or divorced, Karen understands the importance of easing the pressure for her clients. A hands-on realtor, Karen has been known to paint rooms, box up toys, bring food to her exhausted clients, and even help them find movers and cleaners to help simplify the process. She reminds her clients to take a deep breath and trust in her. For your next real estate needs, remember Karen Wright at Realty Path Summit. Visit yourbestmoveyet.net. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are listening to Now or Never, The Choice is Yours. To connect with the program today, please call us at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email, the address is karen at shinenowornever.com. Let's get back to this week's show. Here again is Karen Wright. Welcome back, listeners. We've had the privilege of speaking with Leslie Zan, a wonderful, powerful coach, writer, inspiration to all those. And we've been talking a little bit about her life, um, the loss that she went through on her 20s, Finding a mentor who gave her the book to read that changed her life. And now we're moving into her 30s and the power that she is and the power that she took back. Leslie, so you've got this power back now. And life is going great. And then what happens in your 50s? Well, so through my 30s and 40s, I started to mature and evolve. I did a lot of work on myself, um, met and fell in love again, uh, got married, soulmate, uh, great career, and things were so good for so long. And the year I turned 50, 
They started the year with a great marriage and a super good corporate job and money in the bank and feeling really healthy and everything was good. And by the end of that year, my marriage was over. I'd left my job and it was another one of those moments where unexpectedly everything turns upside down. So how did this happen? So as a professional speaker, I travel quite a bit. I came home from a gig and found foot-long red hair all over the house. Ooh, and if you, Leslie has short, brown, spiky hair. <laughs> and I've always had short, brown, spiky hair. So that was a surprise that my husband was having an affair and living another life. And again, this is 10 years ago at the time we're talking about this. Mm-hmm. I probably couldn't even have told the story in the beginning. Yeah. And I don't think... Um, you know, it took me a year. Like I, I went into terrific grief. I had to, I put in my notice at work because they pay me to be perky and inspiring and motivating. And all I could do is cry. And I cried every day for two and a half years. I will never be that woman who gets sick because she held it all in. That is, <laughs> that is for sure. I grieved very well. I just, I just, and again, by this time, however, I've been doing a lot of personal development work for 20 years. And so even though I felt the grief from the very beginning, I was conscious of the fact that I could choose the way I want to move through this situation. So I made some choices from the very beginning. And it was really that little internal voice. I remember literally Karen being fetal on the floor in the kitchen. Mm crying. And this little voice in my head saying, Leslie, this situation can help you be the best Leslie you've ever been if you choose it. Now, that little voice did not show up in my 20s. I'm sure she was in there somewhere, but because (laughs) I wasn't conscious of, you know, my internal strength, And I wasn't conscious of the whole idea of making choices, of being present, of having awareness of my thoughts, of taking charge of my life, because I didn't quite have that maturity at my 20s. I did not deal with things as well. Now, this time, big, big obstacles and challenges again. But I had more ammunition and the fact that I could make choices. So, you know, I knew I didn't want to be that bitter, angry ex-wife. So I worked perhaps not in the very first months, but over the years, I worked on authentic forgiveness. Like I truly wanted to come to a conclusion with this so that I can remember all the good times over 18 years and come to a realization that John fell out of love with me. He wasn't purposely trying to hurt me. And I mean, I just came through the Mm -hmm. authentic forgiveness, which I was a journey in itself. And that took time, but that's who I wanted to be. And that's the woman I am today. In fact, my divorce attorney said I am was the most fair betrayed woman she had ever worked with. And for some <laughs> crazy reason, I took that as a great compliment. So coming out of the divorce, it had me looking at all areas of my life, Karen. So I went to uh, a speaker. I went to see Craig Valentine. He is a um, Toastmaster Grand Champion. 
And I went to see him speak. I'd always wanted to see him speak. And 15 minutes into his presentation, Craig looks out at the audience and he asks us a question. He asks us, are you letting your good enough get in the way of your great? Oh, mm. Still gives me chills. It was like he punched me in the stomach. Like I started crying there in the audience and knew that I was going to really cry and not just tear up. I had to leave the ballroom. I ran to my room. I threw myself on the bed. I started crying 45 minutes. Got up, wiped my eyes, blew my nose, realized, wow, there are areas in my life where I have been settling, where I have let my good enough get in the way of my great. And I never thought about it that way. Obviously, my marriage was a place where I was letting good enough get in the way of my great. I looked at my health. I looked at my career. I looked at my creative expression. I just had this epiphany that how had I turned into this risk adverse woman. Like things were good. Don't get me wrong. Right. Things were good, but were they great? Meaning were they at my highest potential? Like how long did I really know the marriage wasn't that solid and stayed in denial? How long did I work the corporate gig knowing I really wanted to go back to being an entrepreneur? How long did I keep that extra 15 pounds on still felt beautiful, but you know, wasn't as healthy as I could have been, you know, like, when did that, how did she emerge? And it was only through the divorce and the journey out of it that I became aware of this concept of settling. And so now at 61, I'm conscious of every area of my life and I'm choosing every day to find the courage not to settle in any area of my life. I think that's very powerful because we, as, as humans, we get into our daily routines. We're thinking life is good um, and we're missing the greatness that is within us, our potentials. And we just are just kind of just going. It's easy. And to be great, you kind of have to work at it. And you, you use that word. You have to be aware in each aspect of your life where you are at. And so did you feel like, um, to me, this is like a fresh start. This is like an aha moment that you're having like, oh, my gosh, good enough is okay. But Leslie Zan wants to be great. Who doesn't want to be great? I agree with you. I, I think, I don't think there's too many people that aspire to be average mm-hmm. <laughs> or to aspire to uh, stifle their full potential. But for many of us, it takes a life-changing situation, either through a loss or an illness or a challenge or an obstacle. And my whole book, Outrageous Achievement, was inspired by the idea that we all have greatness inside of us. And why should we wait till, you know, we lose the man or we lose our health or we lose the job or something that dramatic mm-hmm. happens? Like, why can't we sit back, acknowledge things are good and still keep that gratitude and ask ourselves the fair question? Is this good enough? And sometimes the answer is yes. Or is this good enough? No. There is a higher level of potential inside of me, and I'm prepared to find the courage to move in that direction. And it does take courage, Karen. I will tell you that it takes courage. And as you said earlier, settling is easy. That's the number one reason people settle. Well, number Mm -hmm. one, that it's easy. Number two, that they're not aware. 
Okay. It's easy. Or they haven't given it some thought until something, bam, you know, smacks them on the forehead. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that. Um, Sometimes when we get smacked on the forehead, it takes more than one smack. Sometimes we have big indents in our forehead until we wake up and look in the mirror and go, okay, why? What is the purpose? What am I here? What am I inspired to do? There has to be more to life than just working, paying the bills, going on a yearly vacation. There has to be more to life. And I love your thing. You talk about fresh starts and we choose sometimes fresh starts, but other times we're thrown into fresh starts because of circumstances, the bonk on the head, the indent on the head to make us become more aware of the fresh starts. And a lot of people don't have the courage or don't know where to start. How can we help those people find that courage? I, I personally have learned, I talk to God, the universe, the higher power. And I, I have this constant um, conversation with him, asking him, okay, I have this opportunity or this someone told me I need to do this. How am I going to do this? And doors start opening if I ask for help. And it's becoming aware of that. But let's say you're in the pits of it all. You feel like you have the world on your shoulders. What advice could you give to the listeners on how to find that courage inside of them to get out of bed when they just want to stay in bed and cry and cry and cry. Yep. You know, it's, it, it can be as simple as making a choice. <laughs> Truly. Like how many stories have we heard? Like there's a guy, you know, who lost a hundred pounds. All right. Now I don't know how many years he carried that weight. And I'm sure it was difficult for him from a health standpoint, not from a shame standpoint or a judgment standpoint, but from a health standpoint and a Mm -hmm. feeling standpoint. I don't know how many days, years that it was okay. But one day he made the decision. I don't know what happened that morning. One day Arthur said, this isn't okay. And I'm going to get out of this chair and I'm going to start doing yoga. He chose yoga and I'm, and a year later, he's down a hundred pounds. Like that was a choice that my life isn't good enough. How many stories do we have of people? Like I work with salespeople. Okay. Mm -hmm. I work with people in the direct selling profession. So I work with salespeople, entrepreneurs all day, every day. I can tell you of the hundreds of leaders of successful people that I've interviewed, there was always a moment. There were, I've interviewed them. What made the difference? Like, how did you go to the top? How did you reach that achievement? How did you change your life? There's always a story about a moment. They say it in their own words, in their own way. But they say there was one day. There was one day when I made the decision. One day when I decided not to settle. One day when this wasn't good enough. One day where I said, shit, I am claiming my life or claiming my business or claiming whatever. It is a choice. And you don't even have to know next steps. It starts with making that decision. This is not acceptable anymore. And I'm going to make a change. And once you make that decision, Karen... As you say, the doors will open and then you find the courage to move forward. I, embracing that fear, 
right? Fear is on the opposite scale of love. You have love and you have fear. Two different energies. So when you bring up fear, you know, it's interesting when you were asking me about cycling. Uh I will honestly tell you, I am in a controlled fear from the minute I take off on the bike. I would have bet you a million dollars I would have never been a, a road cyclist mm-hmm. riding alongside the cars and whatnot. And I've had to learn how to do this. And my mentor has been very great and he's tiny, but, but still even knowledgeable cars don't see you. They open doors. Things can happen. I mean, I'm in a constant state of controlled moving through fear alertness from the time I get on my bike till the time I get off my bike, which I think is healthy. Okay. And keeps me safe to the best of my ability. And yet that I take that lesson of overcoming fear constantly while on my bike, it doesn't take out all the fun. doesn't take out all the joy of it. It's all working together. I'm moving through my fear and yet I'm still joyful. I'm still proud of myself. I'm still learning. I'm still creative. I'm still enthusiastic. So I believe sometimes people think, well, I'm so afraid of this that they can't move forward. You can have all the joy and fun and enthusiasm along with the fear and still move forward in your life. I agree with that. Fear sometimes can motivate us to move forward. Because we get stagnant, we don't want to be here, and that next step is fearful. And I love the whole thing with bike. I mountain bike. And I'll tell you what, I, at age 50, started mountain biking, and my knees were, my legs were beautiful. Then I started mountain biking, and I had clip-ons. And I fell, I don't know how many times, ran into trees, about fell off cliffs. My knees were scraped up just scars and battle zone all over. And I was joking with the writers I were with. There were these guys and I'm like going, oh my gosh, look what you did to me. Look what you did to my legs. You know, I have this fear of now I've got these like scarred up legs and they're like, those are really sexy. (laughs) So it's all perceptive, right? I'm looking at going, oh, okay. So sexy knees with scars, that could be kind of fun. But the fear of it that actually can motivate us and push us through sometimes is a very good thing as long as it's not binding us to where we cannot move. And there's there's fear that is protective and fear that encourages us. Listeners, what kind of fear is holding you back? Can you take that fear and be able to move through it? Motivate yourself to make that next step. Listen in. We'll be right back with Leslie to find out what we can do. We'll be right back. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Everyone knows a realtor. A seasoned realtor, Karen Wright, has the experience and the knowledge of this crazy market. Whether you are a first-time homeowner, downsizing, or divorced, Karen understands the importance of easing the pressure for her clients. A hands-on realtor, Karen has been known to paint rooms, box up toys, bring food to her exhausted clients, and even help them find movers and cleaners to help simplify the process. She reminds her clients to take a deep breath and trust in her. For your next real estate needs, remember Karen Wright at Realty Path Summit. Visit yourbestmoveyet.net. 
the book Now or Never, Shine Baby Shine, is authored by number one international best-selling author Karen Wright. Karen's book invites readers to learn and grow through every aspect of her life. She invites all who have experienced any loss in their life to take time, read, and feel her words as she opens her soul page after page. Through each twist and turn of her journey, Karen invites her readers to heal and become the person you are truly meant to be. Find your truth, live now, and shine. Visit shinenowornever.com or look for the book on amazon.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Now or Never, The Choice is Yours. To connect with the program today, please call us at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email, the address is karen at shinenowornever.com. Let's get back to this week's show. Here again is Karen Wright. Welcome back, listeners. We have been speaking with Leslie, a motivational speaker, a coach, an international bestseller. She's amazing. We've been talking about fear and how fear can drive us or bind us. And we're moving forward with that little concept with fear. And before we went into break, we are talking about biking and what fear can do. Fear can generate. Fear can pedal us moving us forward into new things. And during break, I was talking to Leslie about how the last two years, I mean, I wrote a book, became an international bestseller in five countries. I don't, I've never done something like this before in my entire life. Hosting a brand new radio talk show. This is brand new. And I have a tendency, my personality is one that I jump in two feet into the water. And as I'm looking up through the water into this blue sky, I'm thinking, how am I going to get up there? And then I start. I just start moving. And sometimes I move forward, sometimes back. But I move. And I find my breath. And I'm back up there breathing going, okay. And I find beautiful people to to help me along the way. And that fear, yeah, that fear sometimes is with me, but it also is helping me move forward with life and experiencing things I never could have imagined three years ago, I'd be where I am today and meeting these beautiful guests each week on my show. And and the people, the, the, the stories, they're just, I just feel honored every single week to have this. Leslie, I'm going to ask you another question. <laughs> because people don't want to listen to me. I can ramble on and on and on. Now you're good. Oh, I heard. Um, so you said that. Um, let me think here. You have said that too many people are not living their dreams. Okay. I just talked to you about, you know, here I am three years later. I never thought I'd be here. Why do you think that is? Why do you think people aren't living their dreams? Well, I think it's a lot of what we've been talking about. Mm-hmm. I think settling is a big reason why people settle, as we've discussed, because it's good enough. They're comfortable enough. It doesn't hurt enough. So they're or they don't they can't see possible solutions to make the change. So they stay where they are. Uh, fear, like we've been talking about, is another reason people don't live their dreams. You know, there's a quote by Taryn Rose, fear regret more than failure. Mm. I mean, I really do my best to live my life with those words, fear regret 
more than failure. You know, at 61, I got 25 years left. I, you know, I see it more and more clearly every day. And I think about who do I want to be? What type of woman do I want to be? What kind of man do I want to draw into my life? What type of career and business and activities and travel and adventure? What do I want my health to look like? And I'm just getting more and more clear about how I want to walk through the world. Who do I want to be and what do I aspire to be? And settling is not an option for me. Letting fear stop me is not an option for me anymore. And I think these are things we can learn. I don't think you have to go through the challenges I've been through. I don't think you have to wait till you're in your 60s. I truly believe that any time in your life, you can make the choice to be your best self. And it's the, the solution truly is a commitment to personal development, a commitment to work harder on yourself than any other area in your life. And, I, and, oops, sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I truly believe in that. No one else is going to invest in you than you. No one else is going to invest the money in you. So you might as well do it and become the best you can be. And I mean, I feel like the last three years I've invested so much money into me. I could, I probably could have graduated from college by now with all the investment of money, but I have learned and I have grown. And when you talk about your dreams and you making the choice, I love that word choice because now I know the choice is yours. You do have the choice. Affirmations are very important to me. Being clear on what I want and um, vision boards. And we talked earlier before that there's this well-known spa in Mexico that you love. And I want you to tell our listeners what you set clearly in your mind of what you want to accomplish and what you did accomplish because things happen. You set your mind, you're clear and things happen. So just share with the listeners the story because I loved it when you told me it. Yeah. Well, there's a place in Tecate, Mexico called Rancho La Puerta. Rancho La Puerta. It's a very famous um, resort. It's not, not dressy, very casual, And just full of everything you could possibly want. Great food, lovely people, great activities. And when I first split up for my second husband, I was out to lunch with some girlfriends. I wanted to get away. I had never traveled by myself before. I'd only, for work, I'd never traveled for pleasure by myself before. And I was crying. I'm like, where does a single woman go? And my one girlfriend says, you should go on a yoga retreat. And I'm like, I don't do yoga. (laughs) And so about 10 minutes later, she says, you should go to Rancho La Puerta. So I came home, Googled it. This is a Wednesday. On Saturday, I was on the bus to Rancho La Puerta. I know I would have healed through that situation in my life, but I healed better because I discovered Rancho La Puerta. And this is where I was introduced to yoga and meditation and crystal bowls and, um, you know, sound healing. And Mm -hmm. I had had no exposure to any of this stuff. I was a goal setting, very linear. I had all doing, I didn't have a being bone in my body. I was all doing when I showed up there. In fact, walking to meditation the first time I, in my head, I'm thinking, are they going to be wearing tie dye shirts and Birkenstocks? And like, what if I don't want to be quiet for five minutes? Like, can I leave? Or is it like, is that a, is that a meditation faux pas? It's like, I really didn't know what was going to happen. And the first time I sat in the silence, I just thought, oh, M G, this is for me. Like, I just loved it. 
And so I was introduced to all these different tools, strategies to help understand myself better. And I started going to the ranch uh, twice a year and they always have presenters. Every night there's a different presenter. There's always a musician and there's writers and there's personal development people and there's this inner fitness team that Emily runs. And I, from the very beginning, I thought, oh my gosh, one day I want to be a presenter here. Like one day I want to be a presenter here. And seven years later, I started presenting, and since 2017, I've been a presenter at the ranch, and except for the COVID year when they were closed, I presented twice a year, and it's, it's, it's the beautiful juxtaposition of my doing what I love in a place that I love, and it's, I had it on my vision board for years, and every time I take the stage there, I, it reaffirms the power of a vision and the power of affirmations. I appreciate you sharing that story because it is truly what we put out to the universe will come back. Yep. And that has to do with goal setting, with material things, with being on stage, with the presenting, with our attitude, our thought process. If we're having a bad day, it seems like everything goes wrong. And then those days are like you're happy, go lucky, you appreciate nature, you're grateful for being alive, for the breath you can breathe in. Life seems to be on a higher scale. And it's, it's so the value of being able to think optimistically. And yes, we have those bad days. We have those years where everything's pounding on us, one after another after another. But there is that light. There is that... Fresh start. We've talked about fresh starts today and the fresh start of moving forward with with the choices we get to decide. And I know, Leslie, you know, through your book and choices and what you've written about, it is amazing the power that an individual soul has when they decide they want to make a better life for themselves. And I've noticed through that, through my growth, through the things I've experienced, it was I went to Bali for a month. My kids thought I was going crazy. I've never done yoga, but here I go to Bali, kind of like you went to Mexico for a month to become yoga certified. And I teach yoga now in my basement to my beautiful women. But I never thought, what the heck? And one day you get this wild hair and you need a change and it just feels right. And you just step into it. I remember getting on that plane, flying halfway around the world by myself going, talk about fear. Like I I say that right now and I say that and I'm almost clumped in my throat because I feel that fear coming through me again going, wow. But I did it. And I felt freedom, empowerment. And those emotions, those feelings that one can experience is absolutely breathtaking. Mm-hmm. Leslie, is there a certain time in your life? And I'm sure one of them you just mentioned was being on stage, on stage, doing, speaking to your people, where you felt that grateful fear that we've talked about all day. But that emotion that came through where when you still speak about it, you still feel inside of you. Besides riding the bike and being on stage, I'm kind of throwing you here for this, but I'm just, 
Leaning in with my heart right now. Yep. There was a couple times. So, and it all happened after my 50s, after that second milestone. So, when I realized, <laughs> this is a funny story. When I realized how risk adverse I had become, I was walking along the bay and I started having this inner dialogue with myself. And I said, I'm going to do the scariest thing I can think of. Right. And so I'm thinking, okay, so what's the scariest thing I can think of? And I looked out over the bay and I thought, jumping out of an airplane. So here's my inner dialogue. Well, we're not going to do that. Well, why not? Well, because it's the scariest thing you can think of. So knock that one off. Well, what else could I do? I could go bungee jumping. And then I, well, who wants to hurt my back at this age? Or here, I live in San Diego. I could do hang gliding off of Tory Pines, world famous Tory Pines. And then I thought, who wants to jump off a cliff on a kite? Right? Like, I realized how quick I become. Frightening, ain't going to do it. Scary, no way, no how. Out of my comfort zone, good excuse. And so I went home and called up Skydive San Diego. And three days later, I did a tandem jump and jumped out of a plane because it was the scariest thing I could think of. And all the way up in the plane, I'm, I'm doing the mantra of that famous book, feel the fear and do it anyway. Feel the fear and do it anyway. Feel the fear and do it anyway. anyway. <laughs> and the minute we jumped out of the plane, I, I mean, it was such a rush. I, I I would do it again, but for different reasons. But it was such a rush and we're falling and it's so loud and it's so fast. And, and all of a sudden he pulls the cord and the chute comes out and it's just quiet. And I can see all the way to Mexico and all the way to the beach and all the way north and all the way out to the desert. And I thought to myself, I am doing the scariest thing I can think of. And Again, it was just one of those moments that you were just talking about that I lean on whenever I feel scared or uncomfortable or lacking in courage. I think I've done the scariest thing I can think of. So you know what? I can do this. And, you know, the perception of what's possible, Karen, is on the other side of fear. We only get to feel the empowerment, the enthusiasm and the courage Mm -hmm. if we're willing to step through our fears. I appreciate that. And okay, the whole skydiving experience, I did it the first time with my daughter in Hawaii. And I remember the night before I'm like panicking going, don't tell your dad, I'm taking you skydiving. And then we get there and she's 18. So she's signing her life away. The the whole thing, you could die. And she's looking at me. She's like, mom, what are you doing? I'm like, "I I don't know, but let's do it. Let's just do it because I'm just... I love that rush and that excitement and the fear. And I had like text, I'm sorry, I text my girlfriend, like, just in case we don't survive, let my husband know how we died. <laughs> and then we didn't tell him until after the fact. But I love the experience of that. Listeners, what are you afraid of? What is your scariest fear? Can you face it? Can you take the step and face it? Or is there something else you can do that, Always be careful. You know, life is important. Don't do something that's going to kill you. Just be careful in what you do because I'm not asking you to go do that. But be smart in your decisions. And when you're tandem like we did, to me, it's very safe. Those people know what they're doing when they're skydiving, things like that. Always go with the professional. But, but look at your fears. 
what's going to drive you forward? What are your dreams? What are your hopes? What are your desires? You have the choice every day to decide what they are. Write them out, do your affirmation, do a vision board. Be clear. Write in your, your journals what you want for yourself. This life is about you. This is your journey. Remember our affirmation for today. I am grateful to be alive. Remember that. Write it on your wall. What are you grateful to be alive for? And it can be anything. This is your choice, your decision. Remember the breath of life is a gift that is given to us. Choose now and live. The world is not for sissies. We're here to experience our own story as we each walk our personal journeys. We've had the pleasure to be here with Leslie today and her wonderful knowledge and her words of wisdom that she gives to each of us. Um, Leslie, really quick, can you share with the listeners the best way to get a hold of you? Well, they can follow me on Instagram, Leslie.Zan. They can follow me on Facebook, Leslie Zan Consulting, Leslie Zan on LinkedIn. But Instagram is really my jam where I have a lot of fun. And the new book, Outrageous Achievement, it's not really new anymore, is it? From since February, Outrageous Achievement is available on Amazon in print and ebook. And Audible. In fact, I went into the studio and did the Audible, which was a lot of fun because I wanted them to hear my passion and my energy and my giggles. So, yep, I would love to hear from your followers, Karen, and support them in any way that I can. Thank you so much. Listeners, reach out to Leslie. She's there for us. Have an amazing day. And thank you for choosing to be here now. Until next week, sending you love and light. Thank you for sharing your time with us. Now or Never, The Choice is Yours can be heard live every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We hope you'll join us again soon.